everybody to our second season of our so-called life podcast this is our first episode the one with brandy we took a little break from recording because of spring break and we both were at different places different times and even when we were in the same state we had different things going on so we took about a two maybe three week at this point break and started our season two um i'm leona i'm erin and today's guest is uh, my friend Brandy. We have had technical difficulties this evening, so it's going to sound a little, <laughs> a little skippy. But um, Brandy and I met on in military base. Both of our husbands were in the military, and we met at the USO. Both of us volunteered there. And she was a neighbor who lived a block up from where we lived. And if everybody can go back to our episode four, which I think is four, or was it three? Four, the one with Kelly. Kelly is Erin's sister. And she, we discussed a friend in which I was helping give IVF treatments for. And Brandy is the friend <laughs> who I was helping. And we were discussing how long ago we met. And I think we kind of narrowed it down. And I actually think it's longer. I said 16, but I think it's longer than that. I think it was 18, maybe, years ago. 18, 19, somewhere around there. Because Ryan was first or second grade when we met. And he's 25 now, so that's been a while um so just a little thing um how are you doing Erin how was your break while we were not recording it was good um I had a lot going on because my youngest started uh her softball season which if you don't have a kid playing softball my kid plays more than the Nats like we're talking three or four games a week I don't understand why these kids are doing double headers on Saturdays. Like, it seems excessive, but apparently that's where we're at. So my entire life now just revolves around getting to practice, being at practice, being at a game, whether it's going to rain. I've ne never been this interested in the weather in my life. I was going to say, now you're a weatherman now. Now you're like, like is it going to rain? <laughs> I'm like, how much is too much rain? When are we going to call this? Like, it, it's insane. I'm ready for it to be done. Like, how many more games? Oh, 100? Fantastic. You no, know, the, their season, I'm predicting, is, like, super long. And this week... And then I started my season. So this week, the weather has been super stupid. Uh, it's yeah. been really warm. And then, I mean, it's typical Northern Virginia weather. But it's been super warm the last few days. It's just been somebody turned on the faucet and it's just been raining continuously. So that extends yep. your season even longer. And you have started kickball. Yes, I so started excited. my season. And we came on Thursday and we crushed it 16 to one. We were kicking ass. And what it was supposed to be super fun has now become extremely competitive. So we are in it to win it and get to like the championships. I don't think it was ever just fun and not competitive, but okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But yes, yeah, it's, it's going really well. Like everything's going really well. I think when we ended 
our last podcast, I had gone on a second date with a guy that I kind of liked. And since then, he and I have become exclusive and he's officially my boyfriend. I know. (laughs) And he's pretty great. I love him very much. And um, I'm not going to talk too much about him, but for privacy reasons, but it's going really well. Like it's, you know, the first really good, healthy, non-toxic relationship I think I've ever had. And I will say he is Filipino, so we got... Yeah, that helps, that helps right? <laughs> Already a winner to me. <laughs> I feel like you've just been gatekeeping this from me forever. Like, why, why didn't you steer me in this direction before? I, <laughs> I mean, had I known, you know? <laughs> Um, and so when does P's softball season end? Uh, never. I don't know. For, I mean, I feel there's like, like no, no end in sight at this point. When all the girls just pass out from exhaustion, I'm thinking. It's got to be, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Erin and I haven't really talked. Um, we try not to talk in between uh, <laughs> recordings, which... It's kind of hard this time around because it's been so long. So yeah, I know. <laughs> and um, we've had technical difficulties this evening, so it's going to feel a little, a little odd uh, talking to you, but not really <laughs> seeing you or talking to you. So, <laughs> um, I well, I want to hear all the details, Brandy. I want to hear all the bodies are there, <laughs> what the secrets are, what was Young Leona like. Oh my God. Because like I already know she was, I already know about the kidnapping of the animals and then forgetting they existed. I was trying to again. I was trying to do the math, and I feel like I've known Brandy longer than I maybe haven't known Brandy. I don't know if we're at that point yet. Possibly, I don't know. Because I want to feel like I was. I was like pregnant with Shane. Was I pregnant with Shane when I knew? Or did I already uh, have Shane? No, you had just had him. Okay, yeah, so. Well, yeah, uh, Leona, it's got to be more than 16 years because yeah. I've been 13 years. Oh, my gosh. Where are we, all you people coming from? You've <laughs> like, known each other since Fane was a baby. She's and 13. You're still here. All you people are still here. <laughs> it's because we're all waiting for you to finally lose your shit. I know. You're the calmest person in my life. So I'm waiting. Like one day she's gonna have a fucking breakdown, <laughs> and I'm oh. here for it. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Skype might have been it. Skype may have. <laughs> <laughs> Skype was the trigger we never knew you needed. <laughs> so just a little backstory, Brandy. So, and I don't know if this was true. So what I've been doing for everybody to know, I texted the link to our Skype. Skype is how we record. I've email. I've texted the link to the Skype code to brandy and to aaron separate times and i don't know if this was true with you brandy but when i sent it to aaron it was not showing up on her text she kept asking for it i'm like it's right here and she was like i don't see it so she and i were going back and forth while i was waiting for my computer to load and then i was like well maybe that happened to brandy too when i sent you the link did you not see it when i texted it to you i saw it initially i saw the the discussion from last week where Mm -hmm. it's and you said, here's the link. Don't click that link. <laughs> and then I got the new link, but then it disappeared. 
like it, it? it's head timed out or yeah. what that's why i was asking like hey can i <laughs> and i don't know if it was my phone because i like my screen's cracked maybe maybe it was my phone right or maybe now listening to this maybe it was me i literally had to screenshot my text and send it to her and be like there's no fucking link like i don't have a link i'm not crazy i'm not even drinking like there's no link so and i'm over here going it's right there i'm not locking you out it's right there i'm like fine just record without me like obviously you don't want me in this that's what i'm saying that's what i was like no it's right there like i'm not keeping you out it's right there and then so after i sent it to like she sent me the screenshot then i sent her mind saying like legit i sent it i'm like well maybe that's why brandy was asking me for the code yeah yeah so i'm thinking my whole like around me my whole house has a bubble around it that technology is not going out and not coming in either because mm -hmm. Skype has not been playing well with me today. So um, I apologize. I'm not <laughs> keeping the door closed on anyone. That's okay. I think you have a super toxic relationship with technology. <laughs> I, I was like, Erin's going to think I'm like lock the door on her. Like, I'm not locking the door. Dude, Erin chased a three-year-old for the last six hours. So I know. I was telling Brandy that I'm like, I don't know. She's like hanging out with the toddler and evidently toddlers don't listen when you tell them to go to bed. Oh my God, I have not had a toddler in so long that I kind of forgot about the bedtime shenanigans. So oh, like yeah. in my head, I was like, oh yeah, she's going to go to bed at 7.30. That's what she's always done in the past. Mm -mm. But I forgot that she turned three. So like we needed milk and then we needed to go potty and then we needed a waffle and then we needed to watch a little bit of Ratatouille and then she needed me to rub her back. And then it was just like, and that was the point I texted you and I was like, I'm not making it out of here. <laughs> like, I'm like I've lost control of the situation plus it's like i'm her aunt so like i'm gonna do anything she wants yes. like like i'm not the parent i don't give a shit if she stays up till midnight like not my cross the bear in the morning so though at one point my sister texted me and she's like how's it going and i was like oh we're eating a waffle and she's like she's not in bed and i was like ah momentarily momentarily we're good we're getting there you put me in charge, bro. You get what you get. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I need her to like me. Yes. Yes. I'm not I'm not here for the college education fun. Yeah. I'm not here for all of that. I'm just here to hang out. <laughs> I'm not here to make her a better human being. No, I'm no. fun, aunt. No, I'm, str I'm struggling being a productive human right now. Like, I cannot, sure. pass, I cannot guide a three-year-old. Like, that is not where I am. No. And honestly, the only thing I did was introduce her to Ratatouille, which I thought was worth it. Has she not seen it before? My sister says she has, but she acted like she'd never seen like that Like it's movie new before. news? It's new yeah. news. Can so, I say with that movie, that movie is a little, like, I, 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 think, I think it's cute. Let me put that for the record. I think it's cute. It's a great movie. I'm going to say that. I'm also going to say that kind of the cooking rat is a little weird. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, but look at all the Disney movies. None of that should be fucking happening. <laughs> like, also, I have a huge problem with Little Mermaid because, um, why didn't she just fucking write everything down? If she could sign her name, the movie could have been over in five over. minutes, and she could have just been like, Eric, she stole my voice, and then write that down. 
I never right. understood why it is that there we was no need for like pantomime and bullshit. Like, why we rely so much on Why did you just not say something? Never. I don't understand. I never understood the whole relying on the voice thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Like the whole thing just fell apart so quickly as I got to be an adult and realized. Yes. And 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 what the fuck? You threw away your voice for a dude that you've known for 24 hours from a distance. So submissive. Horrible. Fucking movie for so children. Sub- so submissive. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, oh my god. At least Frozen was funny enough to poke fun at that. But like, so, shit. So, Brandy and I were talking about Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Um, she's super excited. She's, she's super excited to see it. My point of view was that I didn't want it to be ruined from what it is that you remember it being, right? Because movies had a tendency, TV shows have a tendency to do that, right? I've heard, rare, I've heard very, very good things about it. I've heard it was done really well. Um, it was done with the author's help. Like, she she was a huge part of it. Um, I love that book so much. Um, but I will say, I don't really remember a ton of it. Like, yeah. I, I have, like, a fond memory for it. But if you asked me what it was about, I would struggle to, like, really put my finger on it. I do wish that she had written a book like, Are You There, Margaret? It's Me, Menopause. So that would have been fucking helpful. <laughs> like, can I get that book? Now so, that would be people for my life. Yeah, right now. Yeah. That would so, be a book that I would put on my reading list now for sure. Right. So, so for those who haven't been paying attention to some of our podcasts, we have been discussing uh Aaron's uh journey through better I health. I actually just got a, a diagnosis and started medication. Um, and I do feel a lot better. So it turns out that I have Hashimoto's, which is a oh. autoimmune disorder. So I was being treated incorrectly for like 10 years because they thought I had something else. So all the medicine that they were giving me for what they thought I had, which was PCOS, I thought my whole life I had PCOS. I was diagnosed in my 20s. I never had it. So all the medicine they gave me for that is what was making me so sick. So I just started medication uh, three weeks ago, and I'm already noticing huge changes. So So. Hashimoto's is related. Isn't that related to thyroid? Yes. So it's an autoimmune disorder. It's related to thyroid. It's thyroid. It's related to thyroid. uh hormones but because it's all i mean your thyroid kind of controls everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it also has a lot to do with diet like so right now or like three weeks ago my body was like super like full of inflammation like my hashimoto's was like basically in a really bad place but they put me on like a like a gluten-free like avoid dairy, avoid sugar, like kind of get the inflammation down. And that has actually helped a lot. Um, I miss Diet Coke. I had to give up Diet Coke, which is like my thing. But I'm probably healthier for not having it. Um, but so, yeah, like it is all related. So I am, I am taking a low dose thyroid medication and I'm taking a bunch of vitamin supplements. Like I take so many vitamins I could sponsor. Like, <laughs> whatever 
vitamin companies are out there. Um, so yeah, it's going much better. Yay. Um, it's been an ongoing battle, not just like since your twenties, but I know recently when you saw your, um, your holistic natural path, that it was, um, it was good that he did a lot of blood work on you and um, had you do the elimination stuff. So I'm, I'm thankful that you, you got a diagnosis. Nobody ever wants a diagnosis, but I'm happy at least you know what it is that you have and that you can tackle it. It is. And I like, honestly, I'm going to name drop right now because I have not really mentioned the center or the doctor, but the center is called Nava Health. The doctor's name is Dr. Lord. So I do joke that I've been healed by the Lord. By the Lord. Um, But he, him and his entire team are phenomenal. Like they really do because they're not trying to make money. Like they're, you know, they don't, it's not, I don't know how to explain it, but like, they're paid by their customers, not insurance companies. So like they are just phenomenally nice and caring and wonderful people. And, you know, I have lots of doctor's appointments now because the medication I'm on, I have to see them um, once every two weeks to make sure that it's not affecting like my liver or kidneys or anything like that. But they are so kind. And even when I'm not seeing them, they'll send me a text and just be like, how are you feeling today? you know, blah, 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 like, they're just so, um, in it, like, you know, in all aspects of my life, so it's been really wonderful, I'm so glad I found them, shout out to TikTok, because that's where I found them, and way more, it sounds like they're way more caring than your traditional doctors have been, they really have been, like, they have a, it's like a holistic side, but they also have, like, a regular medical side, but it's nice, because you get the best of both, Mm -hmm. so, like and it's all covered under like your um like you pay for a plan and so everything's covered under the same plan so i've been able to do a lot of like acupuncture and cupping and massage therapy and light therapy and reiki and stuff that i haven't been able to try other places but i also like see a medical doctor who does blood work and prescribes like actual prescriptions that's amazing yeah, it's really been great. Like, so, and the best part about it is like, you know, a lot of the times, like, you know, in the past two years that I've been exhausted and like going to doctors and trying to get a diagnosis and trying to like figure out what's wrong with me, I oftentimes was told, you seem depressed. Maybe you need like an antidepressant. And I'm like, I'm not depressed. I don't feel good. <laughs> or they'll be like, you know, oh, have you tried to do this? Have you tried, like, maybe you need more sleep or maybe you need this. And it was like, I just always felt like they were like discounting what I was saying or minimizing it because they'd be like, oh, you don't look sick. You're right. I don't. I fucking feel sick. Right. Right. <laughs> but like, so he was the first doctor that I went to that was like, you know, I'm not going to give up until you tell me you're feeling better. Right. So. However long that, that takes, right? Yeah. But however long that takes, you know? And, and he was the first one that asked me, what are your measurements for feeling good? Like you say you're feeling bad. Like what do you want to accomplish in your life that would make you feel like I feel better? And so that was really interesting to me because instead of him being like, you know, like, oh, I, you know, on a, on a scale from one to 10, this is how I feel. He was like, you know, what, why, why is it that you're feeling, why do you think you're feeling bad? Or what, what about you makes you feel like you're feeling bad? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I was a runner. I used to race. I did the army 10. Now I can't go a block. That doesn't seem normal to me. 
Right. Like, and he was like, okay, so when you do your first race, we'll know that you're doing better. Well, and but, some would want to discount that also as being like, oh, you're just getting older. You they know? said like, that so many times. Like, yeah. when I would say that to people, like, I ran the Army 10. I, I should be able to run more than a block. Yeah. And they were like, nope, you're just older. I'm like, I'm 43. I know. <laughs> and I want to say, um, Aaron and Brandy don't know each other. Um, and so... Uh, just for some background, I think Brandy, I'm the oldest out of everybody. <laughs> are you really? I am. Cause I, I think Brandy is the same age as you are. Right. Am I wrong? No, I'm 45. Yeah. Well, I'm 46. I'm the baby. You're the baby. You're the baby. For some reason, Brandy, I thought you and I were had, uh, a lot more years between us, but only a year. That that makes me happy. <laughs> also, Leona, I had no idea you were 46. I thought you were older. I thought I was older than you. No, no. Yeah, I'm 46. I have to use my fingers and my toes in order to try and remember that. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, you don't act 46. No, I, I'm hoping never. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, okay, I take that back. Rewind. Uh, when I do see somebody who is my age also, I'm always like, Wow, is that that's 46? So I don't even know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> so here's a question along those lines for both of you. Like, do you guys have a memory of your parents at a specific age in your life where you were like, oh, my mom's so old? Like for me, I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but I do remember my mom specifically being 35 because we threw her like a big 35th birthday party. And I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my God, 35, my mom's so old. And now I'm 43. Oh, like, look at you. Now young. look at you. <laughs> like, she was so young at 35. Why did I get you so old? <laughs> she had them kids, that's why. <laughs> Probably. But, like, do you guys have that? Like, do you have a specific age where you remember your parents being? Brandy? Um, I don't really. I just feel like my parents always, especially my mom, but she was a smoker. She lived back in the day on tab and um, cigarettes. And so I, she just always seemed old. To me, <laughs> always. always. You're grumpy. You're <laughs> old. <laughs> yeah, she's just always tired, and yeah. I right, will. In the same retrospect, I'm not gonna lie. I love some tab. I miss some tab. That was my drink. I loved tab. <laughs> um, did that change? Like your brandy? Did that change your perception of what? fill in the blank age was supposed to look like then? Um, I think to some degree, yes. But I think after my divorce, then I, after, you know, kind of coming out of, of that phase, just going, no, no, no. I'm the, I can choose to be the happiest that I've been and the healthiest that I've been now now that i'm not in a toxic relationship and then i it is what i make it ultimately girl we should talk sounds mm -hmm. like we have the same marriage <laughs> um how long were you and your ex married brandy 
uh, just under 15 years. That's us. <laughs> it's so are, are you how long have you been divorced? Uh, for about um, six years now, five years. Oh my God, we are like living the same life. Um, okay, so have you, are you dating or have you dated or anybody? I've dated two people in that time frame. Not, I, there was a brief stint where I got online dating um, just because I had a physician that I work with. I work at the VA at the dental clinic. Um, and one of the docs had met his significant other um, and she happens to be a physician at dentist as well and he was like oh just you just need to get online and and do it it's blah 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 it's you know we're we're in a healthy relationship yada yada and I was like well, dang if if other people have met like people of quality then maybe I should give this a try I think it was a Friday night the boys were with their dad and they go with him every other weekend typically and um I think it was a Friday night I signed up and then I texted one of the hygienists and I was like, what the heck did you have me do? Cause I'm like getting pinged all kinds of messages and, and comments and stuff. And I have nothing, not, like no booby shots or, you know, no photos that were risque or anything, but the messages that were coming through. And then she was like, girl, you got to go in and set your preferences to like your, what you are willing to accept and won't accept after you sign up because apparently when you just sign up there's like minimal filters on there and I was like I'm scared to death right now what the heck why was everybody telling me this was a good idea and so I go in there and put the settings on there and I lasted like two weeks on that because I was like this is just weird it's weird that I am sitting in my pajamas in my house looking at at these people that are coming across and I'm literally just judging them. Like, I, I will tell you, I've done the online dating so many times. I literally would get on there just to show myself that it was trash and get back off. And I did that off and on for literally six years. And then I did it one time kind of as a joke. Cause my sister was like, you gotta try out hinge Hinge was brand new and it's actually much better. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm sick of you like complaining. And that was when I met my boyfriend now. Like it was crazy. Like he was the first person to message me. We immediately clicked. And then I ended up shutting the site down because I was getting pinged by like a bunch of stupid guys. But by then him and I had already started exchanging numbers. And even now I laugh because I'm like, how the hell did I meet you on Hinge? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. To be fair, though, I don't feel like I'm in a place right now to date. So um, I felt like it was. Yeah, I totally understand. For, for me to be going through this little phase with Aiden and the unknown and me to yeah. be like, try to meet somebody and say, oh, hey, by the way, um, my kid could end up having cancer in the next little bit. So it, that just felt disingenuous. And it's, of course, you don't want to say, hi, my name's Brandy. I'm a mom of four kids, twin little boys that are still at home. And one that has all these special needs plus might have this major life situation going on so it just felt like 
and nobody wants to sign up for that. Should I? I don't want to sign up for that. <laughs> to, to be honest, I I totally understand. It took me a while to get to a good place to do it too. But I will tell you, my best friend Lori, her son had cancer, and she met after like her 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 husband and her broke up basically because of her her son's diagnosis, and she met somebody who was like had no issue with that at all and has actually been kind of a godsend for the family well that's nice so yeah so there are there are good guys out there and i do not say that very often because it's not, <laughs> it's not usually what i say <laughs> i was gonna say that's not your usual tagline well and i will say uh brandy like you're not you're not super into like technology either though like you're not so you're more like analog you're more in person yes yeah, yeah. you're you're more the i want to meet you and get to know you and not much with the like kind of filtered technology thing right yeah i don't i just i just want to meet if i do meet somebody i want i want it to be in person and i want to observe be behaviors yeah behavior is a language and that's one of the things that um you just kind of need to see somebody in action and you need to see them how they treat others how, you know whether yeah. they're kind to the waitress or you know whether well, they're that's why, like when i did the online dating i like we went on a date immediately like i don't want to yeah. talk to you I don't want to text back and forth for weeks. Like, I want to date tomorrow night because I want to see that interaction. I want to see like how we get along, and that's where I usually ended. I went on a lot of first dates, um, and then I would get off the app because I'm like, I can't date this anymore. Blah blah blah. Um, it was interesting that when I met Patrick, um, both he and I like got off the app really quickly. Not because we had really dated; we were just kind of texting back and forth, but mostly because I was like, you know what? This is the kind of person that like if i did meet him and it didn't work out like we had so much in common that i was like he would actually just be a cool friend like yeah. like a buddy to have and i will say like there are a couple people that i've met on the app that like we just didn't vibe but we actually are still friends like because we did kind of fall into that like friend category so fast which has been nice because like now I have a bunch of new friends that I get to like go do stuff with when I don't want to like do it by myself so so when you go on when you go on first dates though like is it still a thing like who pays like what's um, the I always offer because I don't want any expectations yeah so for me like I always put it out there like I'm willing to pay half like you know whatever I've never had anybody take me up on it like before but, you even go out, like you're you're talking about that before no, you even. Oh no! Usually we'll just be out, and the chuckle will be coming. I'll be like, "Hey, I got half. Like yeah. I can do half. You know what I mean?" Yeah. But um, I've never had them take me up on it. But in all fairness, I've never had a date so bad that somebody was like, "Well, now you have to sleep with me." Like it was right. You know, like I've been pretty lucky, but I'm also super picky about who I actually go out with. So there's that too. But yeah, like. I think you just have to be in a good headspace too. Like Brandy, I was like you for a long time where I would start to go out with people and then I'd realize like, I'm not ready. And this is what's like, that was kind of like my barometer is like after the second date, I'm like, okay, you know what? If this was to get serious, would I want that? And it was like, okay, no. 
So then I would just get off the apps because I'm like, okay, clearly I'm not ready. Um, Patrick was like literally one of the first people that I've gone out with that I was like, you know, when we started going out a lot, I was like, if this got serious, would I be okay with it? And I was like, yes, like I, I actually am ready. And it was shocking to me. I was like, I didn't realize I was ready. <laughs> and I, I think like, everybody can see the transformation of Aaron <laughs> through all of our podcasts. <laughs> to, to the very first episode. It's like therapeutic. I've been struggling the last two weeks. Well, and so that has been a thing too, since we've had such a big gap of stuff too, and I haven't talked to you. I'm like, wow, it's really weird not talking to you. <laughs> I know. I was like writing things down. <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> Are you there, Leona? It's me, Aaron. <laughs> now, see, I would watch that movie, right? Like, I would watch yeah. that. <laughs> so, so, many um, people watch <laughs> so, Aaron uh, Brandy lives in Colorado. And oh, I'm, I'm so I've never been to Colorado, and she was mentioning that it snowed today, so I think that's off your list. Yeah. Shit, really? I, there's no warmer parts in I think of Colorado in my head. Like, not Denver. I know Denver's cold. But there's, like, a part of Colorado that I think of that I'm like, oh, it's warm all the time. It's, like, close to Vegas, which is hot. Yeah, and I'm sure there is. I mean, it's desert, but it's, you know, snowy and... um. This week it had snowed and it's just it's but it the sun comes out and it warms it up and it melts away super quick um so but it's beautiful here I love it I don't think um I mean I made this home for sure I bought a home built a home in 2020 and closed on it and surprised the boys um with with that, better than a Disney surprise, it's surprise, I built us a home. You have your own bedroom now. You have shelter. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. You have shelter. You are welcome. So, <laughs> yeah. Where Where are you originally from, Brandy? Originally from Arkansas. Um, a little super country, small backwoods town, uh, Batesville, Arkansas. That was where I was born and raised. And then a little bit of my, I went to high school in Cave City, the home of the Cave City Caveman. <laughs> I don't oh, know like, what that is. I am so going to have to I Google know. that because I'm totally mm -hmm. like, is it like Captain Caveman? Because I feel like that's not a. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, that, that was like our mascot. Story. It was just super, super rural town. And I lived like 20, after my parents got a divorce, um, it was probably a 20 minute drive down the dirt road to our house way back in the country. <laughs> so you don't ever see yourself going back to Arkansas? I don't think so. It's um, the big kids live there. Yeah. And they um, live together. <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're roommates. Um, and, but it's just too rural of an area for, like Aiden's Aiden. medical needs and his therapies and things like that. Mm -hmm. So no, don't ever see me going back. So you visit often in order to visit the other two? Um, sometimes about once a year. Um, it was a little skewed with COVID, um, but 
I enjoy it. And then they come up here as well. I think they like coming up here more than. <laughs> yeah, right. Than you visiting. <laughs> right. Because right. <laughs> it's new. It's bright. It's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They came up for Christmas. I was going to say Christmas. Year. Yeah. I saw your photo. So nice. Then they did, um, I think last summer as well. Um, so they try to get up here frequently. And then Declan, of course, wants them to come up very badly this summer so he can have some bro time with Nathan. With Nathan. Are they, they have plans on visiting? I think so. I think they've been talking about it. Um, yeah. They're going to try to come in in late July just to hang out because also um, both boys are going through puberty now. That's real fun. That's fun when you got two. <laughs> yeah. um, Aiden doesn't really uh, cognitively, he doesn't understand any of that stuff. Um, but Declan does. Declan does. And Declan's had some questions. <laughs> are they tackling that at school there? Or, you know, here they had um, FLE, the family life education. So they kind yeah. of split the kids up. So if the kid, the boys are 11, they're fifth grade? Uh, Declan is fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. So I know like starting, I think it's fourth here. They start separating uh, the kids and then doing the whole education thing. Are yeah. they doing that there? They are. So at the, um, I think it's the second week of May, they're going to have a little discussion um, about that. But Declan's already had, we've had to phone a bro um, calls. Tapping out, tapping out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man, you know, I can give you the, scientific uh reasons as to why things are going on and i can give you the terminology but like the tips and tricks <laughs> you gotta phone a bro for that well and for one i don't want to know right that's the other half like because in order right. to tell him you'll have to learn and i don't want to know because how you know you google search that who knows what else is going to pop I up <laughs> and and i you like he probably wouldn't take it the same coming from mama either right yeah right I mean he's like he's pretty open about it but then at the same time I had called Nathan and Nathan had answered his questions about what to do because it's embarrassing and specials then he'll you know stand up and so Nathan told him to put a book in front of it I don't know how they handle that dude like seriously like think about math was his answer and it's what's boring to you oh math okay then think about math and so at the end of the call Nathan said mom just so you guys know I, you do know I'm not a urologist right and then we're like yeah 100% <laughs> but you've also got the tips and tricks and you've been there. So you are the person. <laughs> I look to my left. I look to the right. This is all we got. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a team people. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> to get these kids over the finish line. That's right. You're it's on the team. Hard. You're on the team, whether or not you, you signed up for the team or not, you're on the team. You're on the team and it's okay. <laughs> Because I'm not doing it. Right. Right. And I don't know how they handle that whole thing, right? I'm just going to go up and like, it's just, you know, and sometimes I'm like having everything as a woman internal, like has it struggled to, because then, you know, you have to go somewhere and have them search and whatever. 
But having everything external, like, that's just in the way. Yes. <laughs> it's so yeah. utilitarian, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets in the way of, I have no idea why they even invented zippers there of all areas. Right. Like, why are we doing that? Right. It just seems like an area that is, that should not have sharp things. Right. Yeah. Up and down. And when you're in a rush. Because most yes. of the time they use it when they're in the rush for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you need sharp metal things? In exactly. Things, so. we're, we're doing a lot of, um, you know, active wear pants. Yes. Under armor, you know, elastic waistband. That's slip on, slip on, slip off. That's right. <laughs> because I have no idea why they do that to men. Like, I yeah. Anywho, <laughs> that was my little thing about because somebody sent this video of like what would women do if they were like a man for a day, and this little stick figure with you know he had and he was supposed to be jumping up and down, and that's what they said a woman would do if they were a man for a day is just jump up and down and look down the whole time. <laughs> And I was like, yes, because, again, it's so utilitarian. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get what you're supposed to do with it. All yeah. <laughs> so, so, and I, I don't blame the kid for having questions is my point. Right. Right. <laughs> Me either. I yeah. Know. And we're not the ones. I'm not tagging it. I'm 100% Nathan. So, Nat's Park, just real quick. I wrote it on my Facebook. Oh, I saw there. I just saw your text. I'm so glad you said that because I would totally take cash. It is cashless ballpark. I'm standing in line in the store and I see there's like signs posted, but you know, you know who reads all the signs, right? And I was like, it's a sign right before the register that says we are a cashless park. We do not, we accept, and it listed all the things, but not obviously cash. Freaking out. I'm like, there has to be another way, right? Am I slipping somebody money in order to use their card? I don't know. So I go, I Google the Nats Park cashless whatever, and they have this option where they have several different booths throughout the stadium that you can go to, and you can give them cash, and they'll give you... Now, they need to change the name because it felt a bit Chuck E. Cheese. Nats Bucks. I don't know what the, what the solution is. It ain't it, though. I felt like it was... <laughs> Like it was candy money, right? Like Nats bucks. So anyways, they put it on and it's it's like the, it looks like it's a ticket, like a regular baseball game ticket. And then you go and every time you use it, they take it off, which I was thinking I was hoping for like a little Nat card, you know, like a little plastic Nat card that you can use like a debit card. And then, you know, I'm hearing my brother in my head going, well, then just use your debit card if you needed a Nat card, right? Like I heard my brother in my head when I was complaining about it. So... <laughs> So anyways, we ended up um, having a great time. The weather ended up turning out well, for those who don't know. And whenever it is that we actually published this, it was raining the last few days. So today it was a little cloudy, a little iffy on the game. But it ended up ending up being sunny be lost. Because we're in last place. Nets are in last place. And the Pirates are first place in our division. So, uh, yeah, we lost. I mean, that was expected. We traveled with a family that are pirate fans so the car ride home <laughs> was annoying but um so good experience we haven't been to a game since before 
COVID. So it was nice to to be back at the park. And I have another $28 in Nats Bucks that I need to go use. <laughs> I have until um, December 31st of this year to use it. Oh, so, yes. I mean, I'm hoping we'll actually go to a game now that it's kind of back in full swing. So, ha, no pun intended. <laughs> and you're going to a dance thing tomorrow. I don't think I'm doing anything tomorrow because it's supposed to be rainy and Shane's baseball game will probably be canceled. We Shane is in a challenger baseball league. It's for kids with disabilities from ages three to 103, they say. But dude, if you can play ball at 103, you go. <laughs> you can go anywhere, walk into any league and go do it. But um, he's been in this league since he was three. He left for a couple years and went to Annandale Little League and then came back when he was about seven. And so he's been playing every season. They have a spring and fall season. So if you have a kid with disabilities, feel free to look up their challenger league in your area. Do you have a challenger baseball league, Brandy? I haven't looked into it. We, I'm, Aiden has been recently doing Special Olympics, um, and so they kind of cycle through. We've done bowling. He's done um, track and field, and he's done swimming and bicycling. Um, so we've kind of transitioned through all of those and like very short little incremental seasons. Um, and he's done basketball as well. Um, what has been your experience, Leona, with like Special Olympics and all of those kind of things? For I was going to say, I am so proud of you for getting him in there when he was so young because he started Special Olympics, I believe, starts at eight and he started at eight, right? I think so. Yeah. So um, I actually didn't get Shane um, involved with Special Olympics until he was in middle school. The middle school program here had um, kind of does in tandem with Special Olympics, uh, the sports. So whatever season he's done the basketball and track and field. Mm -hmm. And so it is through the school that he does it. So all the practices is through the school and stuff. So I didn't really get into Special Olympics until then because he was doing other things other than and their, their schedule is a little weird. I don't know if that's kind of the experience that you, where you're at is it's certain seasonal sports, but it's also throughout Northern Virginia. So we could be going, you know, half an hour. I'm not going to say I'm lazy, but you just read between the lines, whatever you will. <laughs> some, some of the things are like half an hour, 45 minutes away. And you know, if he had something else that day, it's just hard to shuffle. And I'm not with the theory of doing multiple things just to be occupied, you know? Yeah. So I was, so answer your question, my experience with Special Olympics has been really good since he's been in. Uh, he started, I want to say maybe he was 13. So mm. you've only been there for a few years, but it sounds like you guys are tapped into a really good organization. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's just one of those weird things that you have to go through as a parent to, it's another form of acceptance of what is to go, okay, well, this isn't going to look like, you know, the typical picture. So what are we able to do? And so, and he's enjoyed it. He enjoys the little team that he has here um, within the Monument Warriors 
little group is what they're called. Um, and he's gotten to do some really cool things. Like during basketball season, they had a, a little um, actual basketball game at the Air Force Academy, Falcons versus Fresno, that they got to do and go and perform at the halftime um, show. So that was like just really sweet little moment. And he was excited just and just as happy and content going out there and looking at the mascot. And both boys, oddly enough, enjoy a, a live band situation, which just fed my heart because I'm like, yes, the fact that they can get into like the band going and playing the music. And that just, you know, was super sweet. And then the him getting out there and being able to perform a little bit and just trying to make some shots. And of course he didn't. So, but everybody's rooting for him. And, <laughs> oh, yay. So that was, it was really sweet. He's had some cool experiences and I think we're in a good area to be able to do some of those things. But like you said, like if it's an hour away or two hours away for a regional competition, I'm just not going to do it. Like, yeah, I'm just not. Yeah. Yeah. The Challenger League here um, for since COVID, they weren't doing this, but just started back up this season was allowing volunteers from other organizations to come in and go on the field and buddy up with the kid or kind of pitch to the kids. And usually what they have are local baseball teams, um, mm -hmm. the high school baseball teams. So that's really good when it's especially at the age when Shane was when they started it, when they started to allow the teenage kids to come on he was kind of same age peers kind of thing um to come on and stuff so it's really nice that they get to have other than mom and dad who are often the volunteers to come on and um pitch the ball or run with them around the bases and stuff so I'm, I'm happy that the area allows for that kind of inclusion yes yeah sure yeah it's kind of a it's kind of an isolating thing in a way when it's just kids with disabilities that are doing X, Y, and Z. So it's kind of nice when you see other kids. And it does the same thing for, you know, the neurotypical kids too. I think Aaron and I have had that discussion about what it's done for the reverse. Just like your mama heart gets so happy when you see, you know, Aiden do all the things and look excited and stuff and being around all the other kids. It does the same thing for all the other kids to kind of see Aiden be happy too. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a hard hard web sometimes, you know. <laughs> that's right. This this mothering parenting gig isn't for the faint of hearts. That's for no. sure. No, this is trash. This is the worst hood I've ever been in. <laughs> it's and Mother's Day is coming up in a couple weeks. That's right. And I always feel this every single year because I'm like, why did why is it like only one day and you always see the Facebook posts and groups like, oh my gosh, my husband didn't do it. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> just seems so stressful for everybody involved. Can we just stop having it all? <laughs> right. What would be your, uh, I guess your best Mother's Day, if you could invent it for yourself, what would that look like for you? Your perfect Mother's Day. It 
is it really crappy if I'm like, I mean, I'm just happy when we're all together. You know, that gets few and far between, you know, Ryan's 25, you know, Shane's 19, even if they're both at home, we have such different schedules, we have different things going on. So I think anything that just like allows us to pause and just kind of enjoy the moment and each other. I mean, everybody always says it goes by so fast. I mean, look at the boys, they're 11, like what? Yes. Like fast, right? I mean, even if it seems like every day is a daunting day, it's like fast. And next thing you know, I mean, what the heck? You have grown-ups, like what? Yes. So I think any day that we can all just hang out and like just be is like the perfect day. Mother's Day, any other day, you know, that to me is yeah. like the thing. How about yours? What about for you, Erin? Um, so mine has changed a bit. Um, you know, when my kids were little and I was still married and kind of in the thick of it, honestly, my mother's day was, I did not want to be around my kids. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was around my kids all the fucking time. I wanted a day, like my ideal mother's day when my kids were younger was I wanted to spend the night in a hotel, wake up to room service, lay in bed all day and not have anybody ask me anything, not be with my kids because I was with my kids all the freaking time. But now, you know, I'm a single mom. So, you know, they go to their dad's house and I don't see them a lot of times. And so my time with them is fewer and far between. And now I've got a 17 year old who's got her a license and a boyfriend. So I never see her anymore. And, you know, she's getting ready to go to college soon. And so I think for now, right now, my ideal mother's day would, you know, be able to spend the day with the girls, whether it's like waking up and going to brunch and then going to get our nails done or going to get pedicures or going somewhere fun like the botanical gardens to walk around like I would like to do something that I would like to do not like something they would want to do but like but just again like Leona said it would be nice to have a day where we could just all hang out together and spend some time because it is so rare now when I have all three of them I mean all three of us like me and the two girls together like I usually have Peyton or Madison or, you know, everybody's so busy and we have crazy schedules. So it's, you know, we don't even mostly, a lot of our relationship is text, which it's so funny when my kids were younger, um, Leona used to send me screenshots of like her and Ryan's texts and they were hilarious and funny. But at the same time, I was like, I'm never going to let my kids like, I'm never going to get to the point where, like, I don't see my kids and we're communicating by text. And again, as every mother has put into her place at every stage in her kid's life, now, like, thank God for cell phones because I would never know where the hell my kids are, like, or what they're doing. Like, we are just so busy. And so, yeah, a lot of times it is just like, you know, especially now that, like, they do go to their dads and stuff. Like, I remember when we first got divorced, when the kids were little. You know, it was like one of those things where like the days that they weren't with me, I was texting them all the time or I'd call them every day. And like now it's been so long and we've been in such a routine for six years that like when I when they're at their dad's, because we do a week on a week off. So when they're with their dad that week, it'll get to Friday. And I'm like, oh my God, I have not checked in with my kids at all this week. But it's because that's the week I'm trying to do all my shit. 
because I know they're coming back. So like, that's my week to work super late and do overtime and see Patrick and, you know, get all the grocery shopping done and go see my friends. So like, it has gotten to the point where like, and they're teens. So like half the time they don't even respond like to anything unless it's food related. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm lucky if I get a K half the time I get nothing until I like threaten like, Hey, I'm going to put a missing persons in because you haven't responded in four days. I'm assuming that you've been taken. Like, and then I'll get a God mom. I'm like, okay, just checking. Just needed a proof of life. Yeah. yeah. I always say proof of life. <laughs> <laughs> then I get a picture of Ryan's forehead. Like he takes a yeah. picture. Like it's The only time I can really get my kids to respond is literally if I text someone, I'm like, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? And then all of a sudden they're super chatty. Like, yes, yes, yes. Like, okay. Oh, so you do get my texts. Yeah, so you, you are getting them. You're just not like just the only time is like, what do you want for dinner? I'll get one something immediately. Or I'm about to order food. Do you want something? Immediate text back. Grocery store, immediate text. Anything else? It's fucking nothing. <laughs> like that, like nothing's happening. The phone's broken, apparently. It only alerts you to food. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's some sort of like food notification. I know. <laughs> My kids are very food motivated. I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> Shane's first text was always up, up, food. Like, okay. We're in the same house. You're upstairs. I get it. Like, Which I yeah. thought was crazy when you would tell me that. And now it's to the point where, like, it's the same thing here. Like, I have one in the basement and one upstairs. And, yeah, like, if I'm cooking, I know they can smell it. I know they know what's happening, but I'll get a text like, what are you making? <laughs> I'm the fuck upstairs. Or you get the ding dong and it's DoorDash at your door. The amount of times that I've like been sitting here on the couch watching TV and DoorDash shows up and I'm like, <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like I text you guys every time I'm ordering something, but like y'all just oh, got McDonald's I'm and didn't ask anything. That, I'm we, that to my soul irritates me. And you know what? I wouldn't even notify you because I'm sure they get notified. I don't know how DoorDash works. I don't know if this is like your food's here or whatever, but he won't come up, right? He's on, he's on the computer. It's Ryan. He's on the computer, whatever. And if you have not told me that you ordered something, I'm not even going to tell you. Like, we have the ring. I'm not even going to tell you that it's here. Like, it, it can stay out and spoil for all I care because you know what? That's what you get for not asking me if I wanted anything from the halal guys. I wanted a, I wanted some chicken too you know like no but you don't even ask okay so sitting outside now get it when you get it <laughs> or my favorite is this happened recently um a couple months ago like i'll make dinner and in their defense i'm not a great cook it does not always turn out well but i made dinner and it wasn't horrible like i ate it it wasn't horrible and both kids were like, we're not hungry. And then a half an hour later, both of them door-dashed separately without even talking to each other. They separately door-dashed, which that's not even economical. You guys are stupid. That would have been cheaper. Like you paid two delivery fees, but they both got McDonald's. And I was like, I hate both of you. So what's kind of more annoying is he will sit here and eat the food. And then an hour later, still order from McDonald's. You motherfucker. Like, that pisses me off. You know why? Because what you ate could have still been divvied up by three other people, right? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're still going to go and order from McDonald's, like, 
then why have this like why have this appetizer which is a meal in the first place like we could have all shared in your thing instead of going right through you for you to go to McDonald's like that irritates me to no end and I get it he's like I have a hummingbird metabolism mom I just eat you know what one of these days 25 year old yeah, you will not be we all had a hummingbird. And we all had a hummingbird bird, like metabolism at twenty five, buddy. You will not have that, and you will that will be your meal, and you will be happy. Not <laughs> too, because when I was growing up, like if first of all we were poor, second of all, if we didn't like what was being served, we ate cereal. Like that was your only other option was cereal, usually with no milk. That you made yourself. You, they, they weren't even like yourself. nobody. Yeah. Or it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like those are your two options. Right. Right. Now you're like eating my food that I made, but then also going like ate it. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm yeah. grateful you ate it. Yes. I'm supposed to look on the positive side of all the things. Yes. I'm grateful you ate it. Okay. But, <laughs> but that's like a meal. And you're still getting, or like even ramen, even, even the the smell of ramen late at night pisses me off. Like, and I know it's like only what, not even a dollar, whatever it is now. I don't know. I get it. You, you're hungry. You're whatever. Irritates me. I'm like, didn't you just eat a solid meal that the rest of us are still digesting? <laughs> and you're going to scoop up the ramen. Like, whatever, dude, whatever. So what is your ideal Mother's Day, Brandy? Ooh, um, well, ideally the big kids would be here, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, so I'll have the boys. I have them every Mother's Day. So I don't know. We'll probably go to a little ice cream shop here in town that they both like and they both enjoy. And it's a cute little place. It makes me feel like, um, you know, a little Hallmark movie moment. <laughs> Anytime I think of um, you and your your comfy stuff whenever you post photos, it always reminds me of Hallmark movies. I was like, yes, that's a little brandy. Yeah, I do live on Hallmark Trail, so <laughs> I did build a house on Hallmark Trail, so it it's it tracks. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm so proud of you for the house. I'm sorry we uh, kind of glossed over that earlier. But I'm so proud of you. I know that you were, um, a few months before you even told the boys, you were like, I did a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron too, had bought a house um, around the same time, I guess. Well, now that we're talking about it, I feel like you guys are, like, really parallel. Because you were 2022, weren't you, Aaron? Well. So, like, you guys are very. I started building at the beginning of maybe it was around February. I closed or I put the deposit on the lot and then closed November of 2020. Wow, that's pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Especially during, right? Like, I feel like that's kind of the. Right, yeah. <laughs> time yeah. when, like, supplies was a little scant. Oh, yeah. And... Well, yeah, it was, it was a tough call but um I think it was the right thing and I hit that three percent interest rate just perfect (laughs) that's the thing right like now it's a little crazy so honestly 
That was the only good thing that came out of COVID was the interest rates went so low that everybody that wasn't able to buy a house previously, because my interest rate's 3%, that's the only reason I was able to buy this house was because my interest rate's so low that I was able to afford it. I couldn't buy it now. Yeah. Yeah. The guy four doors down just sold his, we're in townhomes, uh, Brady. And um, the guy four doors down just sold his for six fifty. Ooh. Like, with with an HOA, I'm assuming. Yes. So annoying, yeah. dude. And because <laughs> the rates keep going up, and I'm like, yeah, you know, as much as I bitch about, like, yes, I'm gonna be everybody bitches about their HOA, but so we have a pool, we have two pools, and it used to be wrapped in the HOA fee, but maybe three years ago they started charging and it's $25 for the family. So per house to use the pools. Yes. I bitched because it's what I do. Right. And it's it's $25 and I'm like, why am I paying the HOA? Whatever. And then I hear from my friend, it's still $25 this year too. So then I hear from my friend who also has an HOA and a pool, they have to pay per person in their house. So like, the husband went to get one. The thought being, he'll pay for his and he can get guest passes for everybody else, right? I see the con of that. Now I need him in order to get in because it's not like you can use guest passes without the, without the main person, right? And and he is gone most of the time. So I'm like, well, I can't peruse the pool <laughs> when you're not here. So, um, but theirs is like 129 bucks or something per person in their house oh good grief and i'm like okay so i try and keep it in perspective yes hoa helps you keep your value and and they want to write me up for leaving my trash can out the next day right trash day is tuesday friday and it's wednesday morning and because it's been raining and i'm at the end unit and i'm on a hill I'm not going to drag my can all the way down and break my ass, right? So it's sitting in the front. Yes, I own that, right? I I own it. Yes, my trash can. Give me a moment that I don't go and hurt myself on the thing, right? Next time the rain breaks, I'll walk it down the side, right? Whatever. So they wrote, but all they can do, I guess, is write you up. I guess they can't really find you. So they wrote us up for like our grass not being mowed in the backyard. We don't have grass in the backyard. It's all brick. So I had to like write with them about that. But anyway, so I, I yes, eight, yes, we have a it's an HOA thing and it's it was six fifty. So I was a long time before I realized the HOA can't find you. They can just tell you they're gonna find you, but then they can't because our HOA makes us provide proof of dryer vent and chimney cleaning every year, which by the way, I don't use my fucking chimney. So I don't feel like I should ever have to get that like looked at because it's never been used. But it's like four hundred bucks or something it, like that. It's like, so, and then they want to send out something that like, oh, we have a we have a contract with a company. Yeah, bet yeah. you fucking. I bet oh, you're getting yeah, kickbacks like shit. So like, yeah, so every year we have to get this done, and so it, it's about two fifty three hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't have that. I'm not going to spend it on that. Again, I've never used my chimney. Not once. So, like, I don't think it needs to be done. So, like, the first year I fell for it, got it done, whatever. I didn't know what the previous owners had done, so I went ahead and took care of it. Last year, I think just from being busy, I forgot to do it. 
And then like four months later, I got an, an email that was like, Hey, we're emailing you because you didn't turn in your proof of filter or whatever. And I was like, but nothing happened. <laughs> we're all still alive. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. It took them four months to figure out that I didn't do it. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to ride this out and see what happens. It's been a year and a half. I get a letter every four months nothing's happened you know what so save your change right how much is stamps these days like 60 something like save it stop reminding me we're and for the record i'm waiting for them to send me a letter that's like we're you're in violation and we're bringing it before the board because i will walk around this i'm a petty person and <laughs> I, I got will, time for that <laughs> I, I got time for that i will walk around this neighborhood with my fucking cell phone and take pictures of all the effing broken shit that they have not fixed and i will walk right into that meeting and be like okay i'll do mine when you do yours yep. <laughs> yes exhibit a exhibit b <laughs> My my HOA is so petty and everybody hates them. Like they constantly send letters out to people that are like, your child's bike was in their front yard for 25 minutes today. And it was so like, okay, first of all, that's not bringing property values down. Like if I was in a neighborhood and I saw a bunch of bikes out, that would make me want to buy there. Like, oh, there's kids. There's kids. They're outside. Like that sounds, this seems great. You know what I mean? Like, that would make me happy. Yeah. No. Like, my other neighbor got dinged for having a garden gnome. Like, is you guys have nothing better to do than walk around the fucking neighborhood and ping, ping people for, like, garden gnomes? Side note, I was at work, and <laughs> one of, it was actually my boss who had said, that she didn't realize her sister had gotten her a garden gnome to put in her front yard. And then somebody else informed her that that was like a sign of swingers. And I was like, what? This is new information. There used to be like white rocks in your garden were a sign of swingers. And then somehow it like has segued into garden gnomes. And now it's like not garden gnomes anymore, but it's like flags that are upside down. Not American flags, but like other flags if they're upside down. So I heard it was like flamingo, pink flamingos, and upside down pineapples. Oh, yeah. It's like upside down pineapple flags. I'm like, I'm like, that's some shit, right? Now you're gonna now you're yeah. gonna go and do some cultural appropriation yeah. <laughs> for my pineapples. And go and turn that stuff upside down. Well, and Leona, you know how stupid I am. I hate pineapples. So the first time I saw an upside down pineapple flag, I was like, ooh, me too. Anna, you're like solidarity. (laughs) I was like, wow, she hates them more than I do. She bought a fucking flag. I was like, I'm going to do that. And thank God I didn't. (laughs) I like your passion. We're going for it. (laughs) I said pineapples. Who can keep up with them? The secret hidden meanings of all of these things, anyway. I like, I, I keep up with my kids texting me stuff. I'm like, wait, what was that word? Yeah, like on Uber, Urban Dictionary, like typing in acronyms, like hoping oh up for something. I feel so bad when that, like, bussin', right? Or no cap, no cap gets me. It's cap on. Get, get gets me lipid every time I see that because I'm like, just. Fucking say 
no lie. Like, just say it. Just say it. Like, why are we? What is no cap? Like, no lie. Just say lie. It's the same amount of letters. We're not. We're not shortening anything. Like, it's the same. Lie is three. Cap is three. Like, whatever. And bussin. Like, like that's some sort of new way. Like, oh, that's bussin. Like, I can't by context know that that just means like awesome or whatever, right? We gotta go. Oh, it's bussin. Stupid. <laughs> One, it's like I made breakfast for Peyton this morning because I had her this morning, and she was like, "Mom, this shit is silly." And I was like, "What?" Like shit. I she was calling me silly. So I was like, she was like, "The breakfast, it's so silly." And I was like, "What?" You see me laughing? <laughs> I'm confused. And she goes, "That means good." And I was like, "Oh, silly means good." And then I felt like, so that's what I said to her. I was like, oh, silly means good. That doesn't make any sense. And then I immediately flashed back to my childhood when we were like, that's bad. And my parents were like, so bad is good. And I was like, God damn it. I'm when, when I got mad about the no cat, I was like, oh my gosh, I am the one who I said I wouldn't be. Yes. I was like, oh no, that'll never be me. I'm going to be like with it. And like, now I'm like getting mad at bus and I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. Like, I gave her this whole lecture this morning about how that doesn't make any sense because it's the opposite of silly. And then I was, like, sitting here like, oh. She's bad. She's bad. Yeah. She knows it. Like, <laughs> it's a whole song. Damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, there's sometimes they text some, something and I'm like, okay, was that, like, a fucked up autocorrect? Or is that, like, acronyms for something I'm supposed to know? And then I like report, reserve back to my pager days where I'm looking at it like that could be an A. <laughs> a what starts with A? That could be like I'm I'm happy I'm awesome. What could that be? <laughs> a stupid urban dictionary. It's <laughs> like pops up and you're like, oh, that's what it means. It's like that delayed irritation. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm just like staring at it. It's like watching. It's like Wheel of Fortune on my phone. I'm like, I need a vowel. I need some other. Your wordle. Your wordle is your text. (laughs) This has got to be something. I'm looking at what I texted, trying to find context. And I'm like, I don't understand this. Is this the same conversation? Like, she should talk to me, but I don't know what it is. Wait, this is a hint, right? (laughs) She's somewhere. She's somewhere. Blink once if you're okay. Tell me, are you okay? Like, it's so fr- it's exhausting i like i just want to shut my phone you off know, i don't and, even know why i texted you <laughs> yeah like fuck it i don't get never mind i don't i'm not gonna ask you if you want food like i don't know what the fuck you just said i'm going back to netflix shut up <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous leave me alone okay <laughs> so any sort of uh tv shows that we've been watching lately that's exciting. All of them. So I'm binging Firefly Lane right now because the next episode just came out today. So I'm finishing that up. Is that on uh, Netflix? It is on Netflix. I'm watching Dave on Hulu, I think. That's really funny. Um, and I... What did I just recently finish? Oh, uh, the last and final season of Miss Maisel is out oh. on on Amazon. So I'm finishing up that. I'm watching a bunch of things. And then the 
If you haven't seen it, I'm obsessed with this show. It's actually on Showtime. It's one of the few shows I watch live. So, like, it's killing me because I'm used to being able to binge shows and I have to wait every fucking week for a show. Yeah. And it's killing me. I but, remember that, though. Remember that? You had to do that before. Well, and it's like, this is how quickly my brain has deteriorated from days like that. Because now, even though it's only been seven fucking days. You forget what you watch. show starts and I'm like, wait, what happened last time? I never used to be like that. Like, I used to be able to retain shit for seasons. Like, when the next season would start, I already knew what had happened. Now, like, seven days, and I'm like, I don't remember this happening. I don't know what's happening. It's the movie that we watched, and I, sw- I swear, I tell, I'm like, we've watched this before. And he's like, we know we haven't. I'm like, okay. So we watch it, and like, three quarters through, three quarters through, and knife and half, three quarters through, he goes, we've seen this before, haven't we? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Like, it's so bad. I feel just watching so... We've turned into Wally. Like, I'm watching so much TV. But I digress. On Showtime, Yellow Jackets is oh, I've heard the good things. best show ever. If you are a fucking kid of the 90s, this show is fire. The, the soundtrack alone is enough, but it is basically set in the 90s. And they use 90s, like, popular stars, like Julia Lewis, Christina Ricci. They're all in it. And it they throw out so many good 90s references that I'm, like, I'm so in love with this show. I'm sorry. It would be fire. Could you have a definition, please? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's so rad. It is the raddest show I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is its origin? <laughs> It's so fucking good. So I highly, highly recommend it. It's dark and twisted and kind of fucked up. So like not kid friendly. Like I'm all in. I'm all in. All signs of a great one. As as a white girl who loves crime shows, it's great. But it is it is very dark. Like it's definitely not like a kid friendly show. And what about you, Leona? Any good oh, shows or anything? Um, we finished The Night Agent. I like those okay. kind of, um, it's a series. It's on Netflix. Um, I like that kind of, uh, not really born, like identity type, but just that kind of suspenseful, I guess, mm-hmm. series. Um, and we were starting to watch another one, and the name eludes me right now. So maybe if I do remember, I'll put it in the notes. But um, we were watching something else on Netflix, which now I feel like Erin, and I just made fun of her for not remembering stuff that I can't remember the name of the one that we just watched. <laughs> How about you, Brandy? Um, I haven't really watched anything recently. I'm finishing up this uh, class that I'm having to retake, English Comp 1. Um, because it's been 23 years since I took it. So they, the school, um, I'm taking some classes to redo my prereqs that I need for, to apply for the nursing program. And they took my English comp two and all of the other stuff, but not English comp one. So once I get done, with it makes no sense i know okay i was gonna come back to that i I have a whole thing about how colleges is just a it's a racket it's really a racket if you don't start and finish all at once the fact that i'll take 
this class from this college and this class from this one and it can be the same class but not no consistency across the board really yeah. all to get money all for you to retake a class and make you feel stupid because now you have to take the foundation one that you needed but then you already took the two so why like why is one in question <laughs> right right i mean it's okay it's okay but here we are here we are <laughs> and we're redoing that um are you so going in person or are you going online online okay. um just so i can continue to work and yeah. um do it at my leisure whenever that is is that helpful for you online or not really like are you an onliner i don't i don't love it and in the year 2023 uh college is very different there's no like book that you get it's like okay. i like that you there's like links to things and links to ted talks and links to other sites to get information from but not like an actual book which is very frustrating for a 45 year old. Well, and I just said you were earlier, you're very analog. You're one of my, we are kindred spirits in that way that we like the handwritten. And speaking of handwritten, not to take away, but I came across a box in my, now we have to say I've moved eight times, nine times, whatever many times that I have moved. I have, a box that I keep letters in that people have written me uh -huh. and your group of letters. <laughs> I came across them a few weeks ago and I want to say I was still at the military installation that you and I had met and you had, cause I get, I was the last one to have left and still like am around. <laughs> yeah. Still want to leave still, but, um, and you were writing me. From, I want to say you were in Washington State at the time, and I think you were also in Hawaii. So there were um, letters from both. So, I mean, that's what I draw back from you is that when I think of you, I think of very analog and very tactile person. So when you say that about not having books, I can see how that could be a struggle for you. Yes, yes, it, it definitely is. Um, but once I finish this class, I have my last paper due. Uh, this next week, um, I have heard good things from my coworkers about the diplomat. Oh, I saw that. Uh, um, everybody's been talking about that and got up all excited. And there's been a couple of others that people have suggested. I do want to see that new Brooke Shields documentary. Oh, the pretty baby. Yeah, I've heard good things that that. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. Yeah, that's on Hulu, right? Is that on Hulu? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, all these streaming. I know. I know. And I'm since I'm the mom, I pay for all the streaming <laughs> for everybody, everybody for for the big kids and yeah, Disney well, Plus and and, the, and then like I see an ad of like a show and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. It's HBO Max. I'm like, I love that one though. That's so worth it. We're not gonna go through this, are we? Where like it's gonna cost me more, like the same amount as cable. <laughs> I literally stream every. I have like seven of them. So you are that one where I posted about um, 
friends with benefits. <laughs> but it's not like the regular friends with benefits. It's the ones who have like all of the other streaming stuff that you don't have. So all I can bring to the table is like Netflix and Hulu. And like Aaron has. <laughs> and we can all come together and share all the passwords. Of all of it. Um, I recently saw something online that was like, in 2023, we're not binge drinking and texting our ex. We're binge drinking and downloading a new streaming device. And like that made me laugh so hard because the amount of nights that I have drank, I have recently quit drinking. So it's been a while since I've drank. But previously, I would drink like a bottle of wine and I'd see an ad and I'd be like, I don't have Paramount. Fuck, I'm going to get Paramount. And like I'd wake up the next morning and I'm like, did I download Paramount last night? I like, did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I $5.99 coming from my PayPal every month. And it never, it doesn't even say Paramount. I think Paramount says like Disney Plus. And I'm like, I never had Disney Plus. And then I Googled and, you know, good old Google. And I'm like, oh, it's Paramount Plus because it came with T-Mobile. Paramount Plus comes with T-Mobile only for a year. And then afterwards they start billing. And yes. then like it pops up. We have Disney Plus and Hulu for a year. I mean, it's like $4.99 a month, which I shrug acting like that's baller money, but I'm like, I pissed off money. Every month it goes by, I'm like, shit, I was supposed to supposed to unsubscribe to that. Oh, well, another month. Shit, it's another month. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. I that with Apple TV um, because I was like, oh, of course I want to watch Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. Sure. I want to see what the, all this is about so I can talk to my coworkers about it. And then I never unsubscribed and I binge watched it and then never unsubscribed. Still to this day, pay for it. Have never once it. been back on Apple TV. Apple for the morning show. <laughs> I forgot what I got. I got Blackbird or something. It was oh. like, again, another ad that went by and I'm like, oh, cool. And then I found out T-Mobile has Apple TV. I'm like, oh, cool. But like, it was only a certain amount of episodes they show you until like it's behind a paywall right and i'm like oh, you son of a bitch <laughs> i'm so mad I'm like you want me to pay when i had all of them i end up having to get peacock yes like i swear to god they're doing this on purpose like the, oh. the minute i think i have all of them they're like oh but we found a really good show that's and now not all I'm like I there's god. more <laughs> Now I have, I'm like, God damn it. Now I have to get Peacock. <laughs> and it's gotten so bad that there are days where it takes me a full week to find the show that I was watching because I don't remember which one I was watching it on. So I'm like, shit, what was that show I was watching the other night? I know I was, I know I made it to episode three and I'm like, I don't remember what it was called. And now I can't find it again. Like I'm going through all my recently watched and all of my things and it takes me like forever to get back to it. Some and all like we have the fire stick, right? But I guess sometimes they don't talk to each other. So like even if you find whatever show you were looking at before, it doesn't fucking pick up from where you left off. Oh my and god. You don't remember. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but every now and then mine glitches and it'll do the same thing and i'm like i don't guy now i so you know what to me like i abandon it yeah i'm like you can't like i'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out where i left off so like i just don't watch the show anymore so it's ai man 
This is how AI is going to take over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But we're all in this streaming thing together. We're all in this thing together. <laughs> it's going to mess us all up. <laughs> Technical difficulties aside, it was great catching up with Brandy. I think we'll probably try and do a part two if somehow our stars align and whatever. <laughs> um, but our final question that we ask everybody before we leave is Monopoly. Everybody has their favorite Monopoly piece. What is yours? Ooh. Your go-to Monopoly piece. I don't know. Um, was there a shoe? Yes. Okay. I hated Monopoly. <laughs> Let me just preface by saying that because it took forever. Forever. And nobody's, I, no, just no. I've got that new Monopoly deal, the card game version that goes by super fast. And I like that. But the old school original Monopoly hated but I would pick the shoe. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, no, we're we're in solidarity with that one. It was lengthy. Everybody hated each other at the end. And did you ever really finish? I feel like, no, you never really finished. <laughs> I, always, I always left feeling like somehow somebody cheated some way. It's always the banker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the banker or the property person. Like they always, they were always the cheaters. Um, thank you so much for agreeing. Yeah, come thank on. you. I'm so happy I could see you. It was nice to you. you. Thank you for nice going through with me with the whole technology thing and I could bring everybody together. It's okay. And I'll use your, what I remember most about you was always saying, um, feel how you need to feel. <laughs> and I felt it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sure you think <laughs> So strongly. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye, Brandy. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs>